The Democrats are lowering food stamps and SNAP benefits to force people to work who are completely disabled. Personally, I was bullied out of my viable income paying work way back in 1994, and I never recovered enough from the devastating effects that that bullying exacerbated my congenital illness into a complete physical breakdown. These bullies are considered hard workers by Democrats when they're not doing any work at all when they come home and put all their stress or do it at work onto somebody that's weaker than themselves. They are not doing an ounce of work. That's why these people continue to live as long as they do despite their cancers and the other stuff that God puts on them. Yet we who are conscripted before birth into being the pharmaceutical company's guinea pigs are not even supported with anything approaching a viable income. This is totally embarrassing and living in the breadbasket of the world and they're lowering our food stamps. You know, now they want us back to work. So that's another reason why they're lowering our food stamps because all their bullying in the long run has created this worker shortage. But they believe they can get us back because they know the Democrats aren't helping us. Trump talked about it a couple, about a month ago. He said, because conditions are changing in work, we're going to be getting disabled people back. To, oh, yeah, they're going to stop all the bullies, right? They're going to stop people from bullying us, murdered by suiciding us. So the Democrats are actually violating our constitutional rights to protection from abuse by trying to force us back into situations where murder by suicide is as easy for a bully as taking a sip of water at the hallway water fountain. I don't even get enough protection in the privacy of my own home to call it shelter. I'm like half homeless. In the meantime, and I've got this brick house, and it's not, a, it's not a cheap house. My husband and I built it ourselves. In the meantime, we, the conscripted soldiers against death and disease, receive no viable income for our part in the healthcare industry to provide safe and effective modes of treatment. That's what we help do. That's what we're a part of. That's what we are an integral every day, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, which no doctor can boast that. We're a part of. Through our pain and suffering, you do not have to suffer. Our citizens, the people that we love and look up to and respect and admire, we help you with better health care. We save lives every minute of every day, yet this is apparently perceived as useless to the general public. The proof is in our poverty. If we do not deserve a viable income, then neither do the researchers or even the people that administer treatment, like the doctors and nurses, and certainly not the pharmaceutical companies. With Colonel Sanders, I can agree on that one fact. We shouldn't pay anything, well, the disabled shouldn't be paying anything for the, pharmac for the drugs that they're working to create 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. At the time of this writing, when I first started writing this about a couple weeks ago, because I've already posted this, but many disabled people can't read this much stuff. There's so much to it. It's ridiculous for a disabled person to even try to grasp this. But 
uh, probably for healthy people too because you just don't want to hear about you know people that want more money we're, we're not getting anything that we're not paying for we're not asking for anything we're not paying for already and that disabled people haven't paid for being probably the first slaves there ever was and having been kicked out of the cave first because of our uselessness because we came to a point of being useless and then proceeded probably to build the first houses so we were the role models for those houses that you started building later on we were because we would have been the first to get kicked out of the cave. But at the time of this writing, my SNAP benefits had been cut twice in just months. And the most recent was due to my less than $20 raise in my Social Security disability benefits. I worked for nine nightmarish years. Most of that was at Be Beecham Products, which later turned into SmithKline Beecham, which is now GlaxoSmithKline. And how ironic that I would work for the pharmaceutical company that poisoned me with an antibiotic before I was even born. Someday the tables will be turned, and I brought that fucking company, good luck too. Someday the tables will be turned and the good people of the world will be tending the will be tending the gates of heaven instead. And the greedy that worked so hard to be out, out of it by playing keep away with food, clothing, shelter, and oxygen for the least cared for. Our greedy leaders, whether represent, rep, Republican or Democrat, are acquiescing to the Russian, Russians just so we could blame them. I often do that in my in my, in my uh, words, in my little things that I'm writing. But, you know, they're, they're acquiescing to them just so we can blame them. So we could blame the Russians. And cutting aid to their used up slaves while they give us every opportunity in the world to spend every single last dime we have on the drugs we need to look the other way to self-lobotomatize ourselves and increase the slavery rules in the long run. Or we can always sell those drugs on the street to make ends meet and contribute to the slavery that seems to be sealing all other slavery in perpetuity. As long as, the, as, long as they're going to use drugs this way and not encourage people to be healthy and active, that's what it's going to be. Doesn't mean that the disabled people have to be bound in slavery just because the healthy people want to look as pitiful as we are to get their jobs. Go ahead, work. I don't want to be out there with you because I don't want to be bullied. Take those jobs away from us, but give us our viable incomes. That's all I'm asking for. I don't need to be around you. I love working in my garden. It's the best physical therapy on the planet, and it makes me feel like eating, which working with bullies makes me feel like dying and suicide. I didn't even have to go out into the workplace to feel suicidal at the age of 14 when I knew that I was going to have to rely somehow on trying to get some money from the market. And, and sure enough, my prediction came true. I'm not going to get out of the hellhole that I'm in now without getting something from the market. At this rate, only a few believers are going to get off this planet. I believe there are forces that will help the species that creates the better culture. Species has become a choice. If no other thing, even many white people on this planet now 
are convinced that black is not evil. It just is. And evil isn't bad weather either. Guess what? And we don't get our, we don't let animals tell us what to do. Guess what? We're at the top of the food chain. Animals do what we do. That's why when you see that a dog or something or even a wild animal is doing something crazy in your yard, it's because your neighbors are doing the same thing to you. And if you don't know it yet, they're probably doing it behind your back. Species has become a choice, clearly. And greed is not the quality. It always was a choice, actually. I think as long as we had language, even before that, it was a choice. Species is a choice. And greed is not the quality of the species that will be chosen, I think. Think about it. Think about this. If you like space and you like space travel, thinking about space and astrology and all that stuff, our planet ain't amongst the possible planets out there that have had more than ample time to perfect their societies. And there's probably a few out there. Do you really think they're going to let us come out there and screw them with our diseases? Imagine the diseases they can conceptualize that we don't even know we have yet because our culture is so effed up because we have such a effed up psychotic culture. You won't even let the disabled people rise up out of their chains enough to let you know the full scope of those psychoses and physical diseases. Like the blacks, the disabled would be contributing a lot, lot more out of our chains and poverty. That has, what, that has been made a major difference in our economy, just in the psyche of the people that are working and a sense of freedom, I guess, that even all healthy people get, whether they like black people or not, or whether they still believe that black people are evil, they have still gotten a psychic boost out of the freedom that the blacks are enjoying since the 80s. In the 70s, I couldn't even stand watching the market when I started watching it because I knew this was going to have to be it for me. And I even advised my grandparents, my family, to buy a computer stock. I was all gung-ho on this computer stuff. I, and they did. And most of my, what little I got in inheritance came from computer stock that was invested by my grandfather. But I couldn't stand watching the Dow back then. One, number one, because I didn't have enough food to do that kind of work. And I never got well enough during my working years to watch it. But I kept trying, kept going back to it. You know, I felt it wouldn't be good for me, and I was exactly right. You know, while it was stuck in the 200s. But it's still, to me, it, now it's still stuck in the 200s because I'm where the blacks were. The disabled people, the all-time slaves of the world are still stuck in the same place the blacks were and probably a lot worse because we don't have our color t to go around and use. You know, we, we, you're not even convinced we're slaves yet. The, the, the black people didn't have to tell you they were slaves. Everybody knew they were slaves. It's still a nightmare for the disabled because we are denied entry into the mainstream despite our contributions. The Exorcist back in the 70s helped seal that campaign with, with that, you know, that was like a campaign against mainstreaming um, disabled people. Uh, my, I wasn't uh, allowed to, my, the fact that I was disabled wasn't allowed to be disseminated. So I got away with 
being in the upper classes, like the eight twos when I was in middle school, I was in the eight ones and the eight twos. And I put on a good show of it. That's my name, Ben Show. I'm a good show. I use it for good purposes, not bad. But doesn't Linda Blair even look like she has a touch of Down syndrome in The Exorcist? Yet, she was really um, a beacon for all girls of that age that they needed to blame. You know, this isn't just disabled people at this point in the 70s. It's these soldiers coming home from the Vietnam War. It's the declining steel industry. The soldiers want their jobs back, the ones that can um, work. And um, they had to put more girls my age who were, thir I was her age, 13 years old at the time. They had to put us down to make, to blame all this crap on us. The war that Kennedy started and that others kept going and it's now the 13 year old girls that exhibit a little bit of, what's it called, uh, assertiveness or even just a little bit of swearing, or you're going out there and partying and smoking cigarettes. All this is your fault now, honey. And I never quit paying for it. Uh, my nickname is Possessed Lesbian Strike Breaking Chinese Whore. Those are all the stereotypes I picked up as a child. Possessed Lesbian Strike Breaking Chinese Whore without leaving my house. I'm the... <laughs> And, you know, so instead of including us in the mainstream and giving us our due, our viable incomes for the hard work we've done, we're forced to kibitz with the people that are killing us by suicide. I'm the biggest loser, though, because in that field, I got rid of all my bullies. I am completely out of that, out of their, well, not completely, I still get uh, vandalized. I, my, they vandalize my yard. But I'd rather be alone than live on my knees. You know, that 300 movie? I love that when Gerard did that. That was absolutely took me off the charts. At best, for the people that subscribe to the so-called game, you are training to be a, you are a biological weapon and you're continuing your training for the eternity that hopefully follows this this hell that you think you're in, that you think you're in hell now, thus ensuring your perpetual return from whence you came because, you know, those those societies out there that are smarter than us, they're just going to direct you to another earth. I got news for you. You're just going to land on another earth and you're going to screw her too and you're going to turn her inside out and set yourself on away for another eternity. I guess that makes the Alien movie and the Bible somebody's realistic fantasies with his species being the alien and Adam. Because Adam rejected religion. Let's face it. Adam rejected religion and, and all this crap against women is just to force us to reject religion too. And I'm not. I'm sorry. I don't necessarily agree with any one specific religion. I take the best out of all of them and my own common sense and what I learned from Sister Mary Lou and I put it all together and I'm, I'm the person that I am and I consider myself an excellent Christian. You don't have to be a Christian though in my, in my book. You just have to be an excellent, you know, person doing what the 
doing what you're supposed to do. You are only as strong as your weakest link. And I am not the best instance of the weakest link amongst the weakest. But somebody has to be up here to tell you because a healthy person is never going to get up and stick up for us like this. The bullying added another totally disabling handicap to my so-called fun, as one therapist called it. I guess that's in comparison to the paperwork this poor pathetic therapist has to do because she rode the fence while she was growing up and probably, I know she emotionally raped me, and emotionally raped herself to create her own job, to emotionally create enough of us and enough weaklings to create a therapeutic job. I'm not getting down on all therapists. Uh, One of my doctors, uh, that I, one of the doctors that I started with um, helped me with my agoraphobia and he did it fast within, I don't know, I think I saw him maybe six times over six weeks or something and um, he was wonderful and um, so I'm not against all therapists, that's not the case at all but many of them keep you hanging on and when I was with this woman, what I needed the most was a healthy diet and I could not get on that diet because I was forced to work in a job with a nine-year-old with with the physical maturity of a nine-year-old I worked nine years I worked in a pharmaceutical company I was in therapy when they got rid of me I should have been on disability from them or on some kind of sick leave and instead they, they, they got they trashed me and I hope you know none of these pharmaceutical companies ever get off the ground because they deserve to stay there. They deserve to stay there and not look at their enterprise as a money maker, but as a charitable organization with a viable income, but not a rich man's income. That's all I ever hoped to get from my education. I, I went to, back to school and painstakingly got my degree in social work from the University of Pittsburgh. I was the valedictorian. I worked my butt off and I worked my myelin sheath to the core just getting that degree so I could be here with you today to stick up for all disabled people, not just myself, because I wouldn't be doing this if it was for if it was for myself. So I hope the people in the United States come to their senses and come to some kind of um, home. I'm going to put a. I'm going to do a podcast on homeostasis, the scientific, the scientific facts behind freedom as the best choice. We have never tried freedom. Freedom has never been tried anywhere in the world. This country is nowhere near freedom. And the pharmaceutical endeavor is just one symptom of slavery. And it's a slave candy, just like a lot of other things that are with our sick culture. Um, I don't care if other people do them as long as, you know, if you want to imbibe in any kind of sexual act you want besides something that's going to spread disease, that's fine with me as long as you're not a bully, as long as you're not inhibiting other people's right to a life which I have never seen the light of. But I have kept my head above the water for so long so I could come to you and give you this message that disabled people want to live to. We want to, we want to go to Kennywood without being tortured. 
we want to work. Some of us want to stay out there. And work. I did want to. I did want to work. I looked up to my big sisters. I wanted to get out there and be like Mary Tyler Moore and Kathy Bencho and Linda Bencho and Julie and my other cousins. All the women were successful in my family, except one who died of liver disease from coping with this kind of stuff. Who I am probably more like. But I didn't give in to the drugs and alcohol forever. I got out of it as soon as I could, and here I am today to tell you that disabled people everywhere want to live. So please let us live.